Breaking it down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Ransom Notes. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Kathy Ransom is here with us, and she is wonderful. She's the author of Ransom Notes. She's our host each and every week for these radio and podcast shows, and uh, and also once a month for our visuals. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, the subject of a documentary, and so much more. Kathy Ransom, how are you? Well, considering that it's December and the weather is getting a little cooler and the pressure because uh, uh, holiday celebrations with family and gifts and all that goes with it, I'm still breathing. And I think that's a good thing. Yes, I think that's a great thing. We should all love that. You know, sometimes we get so hectic around this season you know it's a not very long uh, till the 25th and not everybody in the world celebrates on the 25th but during this season most everybody celebrates in some way even if they're not remembering the christ child and people get just a little more frazzled and and so as i was thinking about what to talk today i thought what would calm me down what would help me breathe deeply relax and well just even say thank you and i thought about gardens because one of the most restful places in the world for me is to go into a beautiful garden and sit with the breeze blowing through my head because my head's empty so it blows through really easily and think about gardens so i got a question for you yes because most gardens are all shut down in, in my part of the world, in Illinois, right now, but probably even in New York, where you are. Did you have something, what, what do you remember coming out of your garden this year? Anything particular that was sort of praiseworthy and you wish you could grow all year long? Well, I don't, I, I don't have a garden, but my mother-in-law, my mother-in-law uh, has, a, has a wonderful garden, and she has, uh, she has corn, and she's got tomatoes, and she has, you know, a whole bunch of different things, and it's uh, wonderful, uh, you know, wonderful uh, vegetables come out of there, and uh, yeah, she does a good job, but yeah, I don't have, I, I don't have a garden, and I don't have a green thumb either. I'm afraid I, uh, I would, I would never get anything out of the ground. Have you ever, have you ever suggested to your mother-in-law, say, you know, mom, because maybe that's what you call her, or whatever, or dear aunt sweetie or whatever her name is uh would you plant my favorite vegetable this year and if she were going to plant your favorite vegetable what would it be let me see my favorite vegetable oh boy i you know i like things like brussels sprouts believe it or not i like i like spinach i like a lot of things you wouldn't corn i like very much uh i would say um or asparagus i like asparagus i would say I just don't know how hard it is to uh, to grow, and and you know what the what the uh, yeah. uh, soils like. But I I would ask for asparagus, I think. But but isn't and then you know the and, and we need as we think of the term garden, we need to not only think about uh, the vegetable kinds of gardens because those are really important and 
uh, families, it's a way to, if they have some land, it's a way to have some inexpensive food as the cost of foods have gone, food has gone up so much during the past. Uh, my friend that I share an apartment with here at uh, the Senior Living Center in which we uh, abide, uh, she has a, a little garden. They have a few little gardens that various people can have for use for the gardening season. And it's about three by 10 feet. So you know it's not a very big garden, but it's amazing the things that she brought out of that. And we had some salads. I, I loved the carrots that she got out of the garden. We each like carrots. Uh, hers were quite unique. I don't think we had one carrot that was longer than two inches in length. Wow, baby carrots. Uh, but you know what? We just ate them skin and all, but we didn't eat the green top. <laughs> but as we're sort of thinking about that, I, I got to thinking about the fact that, you know, the Lord got involved with gardens. The Bible got involved with gardens. And today I want us just to, it, because it's not only our gardens, food gardens, but gardens are also beautiful plants. And I love roses and I love the, the flowers that come out of gardens. Gardens are peaceful places. And there are three major instances, there are other instances in the Bible, but three I want us to mention and just think a bit about. What was the first garden that might pop into your head that's mentioned in the scriptures, Frank? The Garden of Eden. You know, you're batting 100 today. <laughs> that's, that is great. You got it. And, and when Adam was first put in that garden, it was incredible. But Adam was assigned a job, and what was his job? Well, uh, well, it was uh, it, well. They were forbidden to uh, to eat the fruit, right? To eat the uh... well, but but he had a job assigned even before. Well, it was just while he was the Lone Ranger in that garden. Oh, um, he, he he had to take care of it. Yes, right. He was the caretaker of the garden. That's right. And I don't know whether that meant he had to water the plants. It, the Bible isn't care doesn't tell us, but right. we know that very shortly, Lord realized. Adam had to have a helper. And sometimes in gardens, it's great to have helpers if you've got a large garden or, or whatever it might be. And then, as you well know, the two of them goofed up, didn't they? And they didn't eat. They ate of a tree, some fruit, that the Lord had said, hey, you can have anything in this whole big garden that we've made in the world, but don't eat of that tree. And so when I think of that particular garden, I I get just a little bit sad because, well, that's why we all have tough times today, because the first two people on earth sort of messed up. And so the Garden of Eden is the first garden. So guys, if you listen, try not to mess up our world. Keep trying to make the green things grow, but also keep thinking about good things in life happening. Let's try and keep the weeds out of our life and the weeds out of our world. It'll never be perfect until the kingdom comes again. But we jolly well can try and help make it. So the second garden we're going to talk about, yeah, and that's in the New Testament, Frank. And what, re what garden really comes to mind when you think of the garden? Well, when the, you think of didn't Jesus appear to Mary Magdalene in a garden? And, and do you remember the name of that garden? Uh, the, uh, uh, maybe the empty tomb? 
the no. It was the Garden of Gethsemane. Oh, oh, oh okay, yes. Yeah. yeah, and and yes, but before he met her there, there were some things that happened in that garden, and I had never heard until recently that the Garden of Gethsemane was also called the Toxic Garden because bad things happened in there. And just shortly, just to remind us all, just shortly before Christ was crucified, he was in that poison garden, toxic, whatever you want to call it, toxic garden of Gethsemane, and two things really happened that weren't very good. Oh, he got arrested. One, Go ahead, I'm he sorry. was arrested, yes, and there, but there were also two other things that happened there. Old Peter, when they came to arrest Jesus, what did Peter decide to do in that garden? He denied him? Yes, and he, well, he, he did that later. Even before that, he brought out that little old knife, and he chopped off one of the soldier's ears that was coming to, I know, I know. Can you, that'd be a bloody one. <clears throat> yes. And, you would have thought Jesus would have turned to, to Peter and say, wow, thank you for taking care of one of the soldiers. And then said, no, the Lord knew it was his time to go. And he told Peter to put that sword away. And he did. And then later, of course, in that same scenario kind of time, why Judas, denied, Judas turned Jesus in, I guess would be as good a way as anything, and betrayed him. So we had some bad memories about Gethsemane, but the third time and the third mention of a garden. Are we still there? Yeah. Oh, excuse me. I got to apologize again. Here we go. Back with back with uh, ransom notes. Uh, a quick little break there. Uh, Kathy, go ahead. Then we need to talk just a bit about the third scenario in a garden, Frank, because it's probably the joyful one. The first two, when we talked about Adam and Eve and being thrown out, and we talk about the sad time and the uh, soldiers arresting Jesus in the garden and Peter having a little chopping situation and Judas denying him, but there's a happy one. Jesus has been in the empty tomb been in the tomb after his crucifixion there in and that was he was planted or buried in the in the garden of Gethsemane area and the Mary and the Marys came including Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother they came to bring flowers to Jesus and they found an empty tomb and the rejoicing that must have been as they rubbed out the tears that were in their eyes and as they realized that the body hadn't been stolen but they find that Christ had risen what a joyful thing and granted it took a little time for that all to happen it didn't happen in five minutes but the start of it happened with ultimately joy coming out of the Garden of Gethsemane so as we live our lives we live in a giant garden, the world, created by God for Adam and Eve and all the people thereafter. And there will be good things in our world, and there will be bad things. 
but as we approach the birth of the Christ child, where we remember his birth. Let's also think about garden time and that our lives sometimes have horrible things in them, but ultimately we will rejoice just as he came out of the grave. There will be a time, Frank, and audience when we too, if we've been followers of him, will rejoice and be glad that we followed him in the garden and lived for him. I hope each of you have a perfect, Christ-centered, spiritual-centered, delightful holiday this week. Thank you. Yes, uh, no, listen, no question about it, just wonderful. And uh, and you talk about gardens, uh, and and again, in a very serious way. I'll bet you anything you have a a, a final thought that's less serious. (laughs) I do, I do. But I, I want to just mention, first of all, yeah. that people need to sort of keep their ears open. We will be out with our second book very shortly. It's uh, It will be called More Ransom Notes, Walk with Joy. Uh, we'll be getting some things online. And uh, so sort of listen. We may have an actual place where you can purchase them and that we can announce shortly. But it's almost, almost, almost ready, Frank. But the last thing, when life sends you rain, play in the puddles (laughs) that's great i love it i used to love playing in puddles when i was a kid and that's a that's a great saying when life sends you rain play in the puddles kathy wonderful and have a wonderful wonderful uh uh holiday season and i know we'll be talking again before that thank you kathy and to everyone else Thank you very much for listening each and every week. We know you have a lot of options. Frank McKay signing off for Kathy Ransom. We'll see you next time on Ransom Notes. You've been listening to Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. Radio.